In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Who is this young man who is uh, vested, who is uh, clothed in a white robe this morning? Who is this? He has no name. We don't know who he is. The Gospel doesn't say very much, except the sequence of the Mass this morning, just before the Gospel. We are, the sequence says that two, um, two angels come, came from heaven to announce the resurrection of Christ. But in the Gospel, we have to admit, we have no clear sign of the name of this young man. He is clothed with a white robe, and this is it. No more information. Clearly, he should be an angel. But the Gospel is very unclear this morning, and I think this is deliberate from Saint Mark. He doesn't tell us the name of this angel, as opposed to the angels uh, who uh, were involved in the announcement of the great events of our faith for a change. This one is anonymous. If we remember what happened at the Annunciation, the name of the angel is clear, Saint Gabriel. And the angel who fought against Satan at the beginning of times, Saint Michael. We know all these names, but this one is mysterious, is not known at all. And this is the, uh, I would say, the two sides of Easter. Easter, as you can see, is, we can see, is the glorious resurrection of Christ after his death on the cross. He rises from the dead, from his own will, as a divine person. He decides to come back to us, unite his human soul to his human body for a glorious life. And this is the glorious side of Easter. But in the meantime, the Church wants us to keep a kind of meek, a meekness in the liturgy. And you certainly, when you come, to this church and you've heard the melody, the music of the Gregorian chant. It doesn't sound very, um, very glorious, as I would say. It's not loud. It's very meek. The intro is resurrexi, very meek. The sequence, very soft. There's a kind of tenderness in the resurrection of Jesus. Also, Jesus doesn't present himself to the three Marys in the morning of Easter, at the, on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. He doesn't present himself. We would have expected, unlike to other mysteries of our faith, that Christ would have presented to the Marys, the three Marys, the women of the faith who were walking in the darkness of the faith, to see him. But this is the only mystery of the faith where Jesus doesn't present himself directly. Think about the Ascension. He is there present. And the story and the Gospel is the true story of the Ascension. They see him going to heaven. In the Incarnation, the shepherds, the wise men, they come to adore him in person, they come and touch him. And he would, the Gospel would use the same kind of visibility of Christ 
throughout the Gospels, throughout the miracles, it's always, he, he's always present, visible. For Easter, he's different. He's not visible. In a sense, the three Marys, it, and this is another, this is the mystery of Easter, they are walking in the night, and they are discussing, and this discussion, this dialogue, is another strange dialogue, isn't it? I've ever thought of that dialogue. Read it again. Who is going to roll back the stone for us? No answer. Mystery. Question mark. There is no answer to this question. There is no answer. And why? If nobody is going to roll back the heavy stone of the tomb, why do they keep walking? Why do they continue their pilgrimage to the sepulchre. Why? There are two answers. The first one, they expect uh, someone to help them, maybe. The true answer is the second. They believe they will find an empty sepulchre. They know that already. But they come with their as the gospel said, I don't know what it is really, sweet spices to anoint the body of Christ. They know, because they have deep faith, they know, they believe in the promises of Christ who told them, I will, I will rise from the dead on the third day. So you who are coming to see me, you won't see me. You will, you will come and adore the mystery of invisibility. You will not be able to touch me, not yet, because his body is glorious, as we know. They, are, they come along to the sepulchre because they want to witness the emptiness of the tomb. And this is all about the faith. And this is an act of faith. And this is our act of faith. Every time we come to the church. Christ is present, of course. He is really, truly, sacramentally present in the tabernacle behind me, behind this door. But we don't see him. We don't see. There is no visibility. But we bring, again, every time we come, we bring our own sweet spices every time we come to the church. We come with our gifts, our little presents for the good Lord, for our Redeemer. There is not much in our hands. Remember the beautiful story of this little boy who came to present the loaves of bread and the fishes for the miracle, for the multiplication of the bread. We haven't got much, only a few sweet spices. But what we are bringing, we are bringing them because we know that we want to honor our Lord. The three Marys, they come to venerate them because of their great love for him, their great charity for Christ. Maybe he would be there, maybe not. Whatever happens, whatever happens, whatever they want or they will see or not, they come to him. They come to him with their lives, presence, sacrifices, 
with our crosses, we are with our own passions of life, with our own sorrows, but we come. And these are the sweet spices we bring into the church during the liturgy. Yes, we are the disciples of the three Marys this morning, and every time we come to the church, we are not going to see anything, obviously. It cannot be obvious. But these three Marys, they were not stupid at all. They knew what they were doing. They were brave enough even to face the people, their families, their friends, who would tell them, you know, he's died. He's died. And there's no one to move the stone for you. What are you doing? You look a bit uh, weird to the world. Don't worry. Yes, we are weird. And these 2,000 years of, of mystery have accompanied the life of the church. Yes, we are weird people, of course. But because we believe, we are not. We follow the three Marys. They were not stupid. Because we follow them, we believe in the promises of Christ. And this is, we, that, this is why we are not bizarre to God. We are not. We know exactly what we want and what we are doing, what we are going to see or not in the mystery of the faith. We will see one day in heaven, but for the time being, during our life on earth, we are not stupid. We are just bringing our sweet spice again and again, every day in church or every week in church. We are not stupid. We know exactly what we want. We want to honor our Lord who has loved us so much that's, that's the, that the minimum we can do, the less we can do, is come, make a little effort and come along. We, not pretend, we don't pretend we are going to see anything. We are no better than the, the three Marys. We are certainly not. I am not, you are not either. But we continue, we walk in the darkness of our faith because we know we'll find an angel, the last one, our guardian angel, will let us, will introduce us in the glorious life in heaven. This is what we want. And this young man, vested in a white robe, who was talking and who consoled the three Marys on Easter, on Easter day, will console us again. And he would introduce us, if we are faithful, to uh, the heavenly court and not to the empty sepulchre, but to the crowds of saints in heaven. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen.